welcome to the Farming on Purpose podcast. Today's challenges in agriculture are new, but the grit and determination required to be successful have been handed down for generations. On the Farming on Purpose podcast, we preserve the ag heritage and traditions we built our identity on while pursuing the American dream of multi-generation farms that innovate for the future. Listen along as we share stories of how farmers and ranchers are building legacies, both in their business and their character, for the sake of those they'll pass the reins to. I'm your host, Lexi Wright, and I'm excited to talk with you about the financial, generational, and production challenges facing producers in the ag industry today. This podcast is brought to you by Back Pocket Social Marketing. And yes, this is Lexi here. This podcast has been a real passion project for me. All the time that goes into interviewing guests, editing, and producing the show is sponsored by my freelance marketing agency. We specialize in website design, social media advertising, content creation and management, and email marketing. If you like to take a foundational approach to your marketing and figure out exactly what's working for you and what's not, and really focus on efficiency, then you would be a great candidate to work with us. You can reach out and talk with us more at Lexi at BackPocketSocial.com. We would love to help you solve your marketing challenges. Welcome back to Farming on Purpose. It's just me again today, and yes, I am still sick, so thank you so much for bearing with my voice on these um, most recent episodes. I sure hope I get past this soon because it is dragging me down. As we're approaching the end of the year, I've been looking back on what this year has been for me, and so much has happened. Um, It's kind of one of those things you don't realize how much happened in your year until you really slow down and think about it. Um, This year has kind of been a roller coaster for us. I feel like we've been on the precipice of making some big changes. Um in our life for quite a while and it's been a season of waiting quite honestly it's been a whole year of waiting and I am not a fan of waiting (laughs) I'm sure a lot of us um, probably are not as well I, I am it's something I find particularly challenging and looking back in my life I recognize that Seasons of waiting have always brought me a lot of struggle and stress, and I have not handled them in a particularly mature way, to be quite honest. Um, Waiting for me is something that I don't know what to do with. Uh, I have always been a work the plan, determine the plan, work the plan kind of person. And when there is no plan because you're waiting to have the plan revealed, I kind of just have always responded to that by going into overdrive mode and attempting to create a plan or attempting to latch on to, you know, any little thing that might show some glimpse of being related to the plan. This year has been a lot of waiting and it kind of all started out um, in the spring We have been looking pretty seriously for some 
new or additional property to expand our farm operation. And with land prices the way that they are, that's quite the challenge to find um, a golden nugget amongst all of the things that could never possibly be financed um, as an operational farm. And we found a few um, early in the spring. We went and looked at some and I made the mistake of just letting my heart get completely sold on one of the properties that we went and looked at. And it would have been... um, one of those kind of life-changing things, you know, it's it's like, oh, you make that you purchase this property and your whole lifestyle would be different. Um, you know, it just would have allowed us a lot more opportunity to expand. It would have allowed us to take on a lot more cows, um, potentially to raise our kids differently. Um as in like just having them at home with us more instead of having them at daycare, um, homeschooling potential. It was just a lot. There was a lot on the table um, to be considered. And we really, me especially, um, kind of went all in um, with my heart for this property. I, I fell in love with it. And I thought, I, I found myself... Um, thinking about and planning for what, how my life would change if we were to, to purchase that property. And we did not end up getting it purchased. Um, the purchase fell through. Um, and that was a pretty big letdown for me. Um, I don't think I normally necessarily get too set on things. Um, but this was something that I, I really had committed to and thought was going to happen. And when it didn't, I just was devastated for weeks, probably. Um, so much, so much. Um, I let myself, my imagination run away with me on this place far too much. Um, and that really led me into the summer um, and feeling like we had no direction and we had no idea what we were doing. Um, we continued to search for properties. Nothing really was coming about. We weren't seeing anything that we were interested in or the ones that we were interested in sold so quickly that or um, sold before we even knew they were for sale. You know, those kind of situations where... Um, it, it goes on the market for a day or it's been up for sale, but only to a specific few set of farmers in the area. Um, and then you hear about it after it sells those kinds of things. And you know, we just, we just have felt like we have had no direction and we've been waiting to figure something out to, to make this change that we wanted to see to expand our operation. And they say never to uh, talk about your open wounds <laughs> on social media or public e- publicly. You know, um, a lot of people advise you to wait until they are scars and then talk about them. Um, but I'm, I'm going to go ahead and open the wound for you and expose it. Um, we're still in this season. We're still in this season of waiting, of trying to figure out what's next for us in terms of 
how we expand our farm and how we continue to try to make this a substantial part of our kids' lives and their experience growing up. And it's been pretty hard. I I don't know if anybody else um, is in this season of waiting, of trying to find what's next, of, you know, constantly searching on the internet and the classifieds and just anywhere you can think of um, for an opportunity that lets you pursue what you want to so desperately but are just not finding the opportunities for. Um, And it's hard. Waiting is hard. I think it's uh, something that I never have really prepared myself for or handled well. And I'm realizing now um, it could be a long season for us. It could be several years before we find the opportunity that is right for us, before the timing is right, before, you know, the finances make sense, before X, Y, and Z puzzle pieces fall together. And I have to find ways to wait patiently and to focus on the things that I can control and that I can build in that period of waiting so that I still enjoy things and I still um, provide experiences for my kids, you know, doing doing what we can with what we have um, in the meantime. And it's just been very recently here that I've finally been feeling a little bit of a sense of peace about being in this period of waiting and and acceptance of it. Uh, In my last episode, I talked about being in this period of acceptance of this season of motherhood. And I think I'm also coming to terms of acceptance with this period of this is the farm that we have now. And it could be the farm that we have for some time. Um, We have plans to grow, but we may not be able to to be growing um, unless we find or until we find that property that makes it make sense. So in that that period of waiting, um, some things that I'm choosing to focus on is creating experiences for my kids where we are at now. Something I've been trying to implement. Um, my kids always fight over whose turn it is to do the things that they want to do. You know, whose turn is it to pick their, their show on TV? Whose turn is it to go run errands with mom? Um, whose turn is it to decide what the snack is or whatever? Um, and that's always been something that I, is frustrating for me. I'm like, I don't know whose turn it is. I can't keep track of our rotation. It seems like we throw it off one day and then the next day nobody knows whose turn it is or whose it was supposed to be. And um, So something I've been trying to do is to have one kid have their day. So, for example, um, Mondays being my oldest child's day, Tuesdays being for my next child, uh, etc. And on their day, they get to do all the things that they want to do. You know, they get to decide the snack. They get to decide what TV show we're going to watch. 
before bed. They get to um, pick the books. They get to sit next to mom. We have lots of um, arguments over who is sitting closest to mommy on the couch. Um, Things like that. And then they are also the kid that when it's time to go do chores, they are the one who goes with me. Um, And this has helped relieve some stress on my part too, because um, having all four kids go help me with chores is a little bit overwhelming. It makes a very simple task take about 27 times as long. And then you have four kids that you have to dress in winter coats and, you know, four pairs of muddy boots that are being tracked all over the house. And it just expands the work so much um, in the time that it takes to do something. So instead of having all the kids come help me, um, It's just one kid that comes on their special day and I get to spend um, some one-on-one time with them and make the chores, you know, helping me with the chores more of an experience for them, um, which makes it better because then I'm not yelling at them all to, you know, get out of that mud or quit trying to jump in that pin or don't play in the water. It's freezing outside. You're going to get frostbite. Um, A lot less yelling and a lot more just one-on-one time of teaching and them asking questions of, you know, why are we doing that or what can I do to help? And then me teaching them how to do something instead. Something else that I'm choosing to focus on in this uh, season of waiting is really trying to spend the time learning from others and exploring what other people are doing um, in agriculture on their operations and trying to just really learn from them in any way I can. I've had so much knowledge that I've soaked up on TikTok, just hearing the information that other people put out there or seeing their infrastructure on their farm that they're showing um, or talking about, you know, a new barn that they built, a new set of pins that they built, what they wish they would have done differently. And trying to learn from that and think about, you know, okay, that's how I'm going to use this information in the future. And it's okay that I'm not the one doing it yet. I'm learning about it. I'm, I'm spending this time learning and preparing for when it is time, for when it is our turn to do those things. And the last thing um, that I've really been trying to intentionally do Um, and I don't always succeed at this, but I've been trying, is on Saturdays. Saturdays, um, they are really like pattern interrupts for me because all four of the kids are home. Um, And I have a lot of housework to do typically on Saturdays. But the house is simultaneously being destroyed by the kids being home. Um, This might be a very niche experience that I'm describing. I realize not everybody sends their kids to daycare and then does work housework on the weekends, especially um, farm or people involved in agriculture. I know a lot of your kids are home with you all the time. Um, But this is how it works for us. And that was really stressing me out a lot. And that's um, kind of back to the episode I shared last week was not at all how I imagined my Saturdays being um, before motherhood. I thought, you know, Saturdays would be for working outside, for doing projects on the farm, for going um, and 
the gator or uh, going and spending time with the horses and checking cattle. And that just hasn't been the case. Um, and so figuring out how I can find things in my day on Saturdays to still enjoy my time and still feel like I'm really contributing to our family and, and our progression of our farm um, has been trying to figure out how to cook more things from scratch. And I realize that might sound really weird um, to be contributing to the farm in that way. Um, but to me, it's about learning a new skill and doing something to care for my family and provide, you know, a really good meal of sustenance and, and nutritional value to my family instead of stressing out about my situation or the housework and then being frustrated and eventually just throwing some chicken nuggets in the oven. Um, so I've been spending every Saturday, almost every Saturday, um, doing a lot of baking and cooking and trying new recipes. A couple of the ones I've tried so far is just like, I think I've tried about 10 different sandwich bread recipes now. Um, we did some tortillas. We've been doing a lot of different cinnamon roll recipes. Um, just trying to cook a lot more from scratch and rely less on frozen convenience food. And I have found so much joy in doing that and in growing my skills in that way and learning about how to you know, just just do more from scratch and, and plan out um, our meals. You know, we haven't bought store-bought store -bought bread Um for probably about four months now. And that requires some planning on my part to make sure that, you know, I make bread on the day that I have time to make bread so that we have enough bread to get us through the week or whatever. And I find a lot of joy in that responsibility and in implementing a system in, in my life that provides for my family in that way. So kind of some random examples of things that I'm focusing on in this season of waiting. But I know a lot of us um, get stuck in these seasons sometimes and they feel so long and they feel like they'll never end. And it's very disconcerting to not have a plan or to be able to see the next step in front of you, um, especially when it comes to kind of planning for your future and, and your kids' future and what you want for them and their experience in this life. But leaning into where you're, you are and finding the resources that you already have accessible to you to make the most of the situation that you are in while you wait, while you anxiously plan for the future um, is how I've kind of been coping and getting through that season. And it's been a hard season. I will not hide that. Um, I don't know if many people know that about my life, our, our family's life from the outside. We don't talk about it a whole lot, but it's been a hard year um, just being in that season of, of unknowing. And I'm looking forward to the time when we look back on this period and say, wow, you know, we, we really got through it. That was a hard season, 
Um, but we did everything we could in that season to make the most of where we were at and give give our kids the experience we wanted to give them, but weren't able to give them of being on an expanding farm. Um, but, you know, we took this the experiences we could on our farm and made them really great for them. So I hope if you are in this season of waiting too, in this season of waiting and planning and searching, um, I hope that it ends soon. I hope that I get to see you and talk about the season being over and us working on putting the things into action that we've been looking for for a long time. So I hope we get to have that conversation really soon. know someone building their ag legacy or with stories of yesteryear on the farm that need to be shared please let us know or help them apply to be a guest on the show at farmingonpurpose.com guest if you've enjoyed spending time with us today please take a moment to review the show on apple podcasts or give us a share on social media you can follow the host of farming on purpose lexi at at farming on purpose on all social media And let us know what topics you want to hear more about.